Hey, Ange. Hey, girl. You're listening to another episode of Hey, Girl by Angie and Lara. Girl, let's go. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, my God. High five. Taps. Oh. Oh. Episode 10, everyone. <laughs> um, 10. We're high off the back of our little um, publication. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't talk to me. I'm in the Sydney Sorry, morning. it's not Herald. little. We, we're famous. Uh, wait, we're on a full page there in print. <laughs> Yeah, people pay big money to get in the paper. Now that was the biggest shock. Let's um let's I'm gonna bring up the article and let's recap Thursday morning. Okay. So I'll just check my phone log actually. What time did I call you? Um my god. Okay, so well first of all you missed the first call, but that's fine. Anyway, I tried to ring you Well, at... I, I answered immediately <laughs> when the second yes. call came in. Okay, so seven forty nine AM. So say at seven forty five, my friend Chloe, shout out Chloe, messages me. Hey Ange, did you know you're in the paper today? And I was walking and I my heart dropped and I thought, What the heck did I say? Like I was thinking back to the last few episodes and I was like, what the heck did Lara and I say on the podcast? Like, have we done something <laughs> like bad? I was like, what have we done? And then she sends me this PDF and I can see the tear sheet and I see the paper. And I was like, what is this? And then she was like, you're in the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age. I was like, what? And then I was just in a blur and I tried to call Lara. She's not answering. Then I text Chloe. I was like, Lara's not answering. I was like, I need help. Like, what do I do? And she's like, I'm driving. Sorry. And then I call Lara again. She answers. And what did I say, Lara? Well, I was in the um, bathroom. I was like, I'm about to step into the shower. And she was screaming. And and she goes, I don't care. We're in the paper. (laughs) That was very, very funny. And then you sent me immediately, like, the... um, Teshi. Oh my god. Yeah. And I, I honestly was like running on the spot. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know do I jump into the shower? Am I supposed to run to the news agency? Oh, oh my god. So um we're in the Sydney Morning Herald. There's a section called Life and there's a section called Take Five. And basically what it is, there's five things that Nicole, the editor, suggests you read, try, watch, listen, and go to. And for listen. Us two little people in there, so it says. <laughs> Local fashion designers Angie Zylas and Lara Finoli are inviting everyone to their sleepover club to discuss the burning relationships, fashion and wellness questions of 20-somethings in podcast, Hey Girl. What? Could there have been a better opening line? I don't think so. Local fashion designers. Like, Jesus Christ. Uh, that's the best thing that's ever that happened to me. Gives me like, chills. That's, that's better than getting engaged. Sorry, girls. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. Better. It is, because oh you know what? God. It's out there in the open and everyone can see it. Thank you, Nicole, if you're listening, which obviously you are listening. I spoke to you a bit this week. You actually made our week, so thank you very much, Nicole. And um, yeah, we just we hope you keep loving every episode. So please let us know if you have any feedback. Thank yeah. you so much. That was wild, absolutely wild. Oh, incredible. Yeah, I took the paper to work that day. I showed everyone. Yeah, because I work in advertising, so it's not like uncommon for us to discuss things in the paper. And I was like, hey, guys, I'm kind of in the paper today. And what do they say? They're like, what have you done? Like, <laughs> I was like, no, no, it's all good. It's all good. I haven't done anything naughty. It's fine. But yeah, oh, it's pretty funny. Yeah, epic. I took, oh, yeah, yeah. She is beside herself. Oh my she's gosh, so she told me this. Yeah, I called her. I told her. She was like, what What are you and Lara doing? And I was like, oh, it's kind of like, we're like Oprah. Because like, oh, how do I explain a podcast? That's so cute. But yes. like Oprah, she knows, talks to people, interviews. Yeah. And I was like, we're kind of like Oprah, you know. 
Oh, my goodness. Anyway, that was Thursday. So. Yeah. We're still riding Ooh. off that high. Yeah. Um, a little bit of press. Yeah, exactly. And that to the PR log. Oh, one day we'll have it framed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in our studio. I'm laminating mine. I bought three yeah. papers that morning. Oh, yeah, I bought two. Mum bought, I think, two. <laughs> you saw it when you walked into the house today. Yeah, dead. It's, um, yeah, it's it's out there. I tried to get the guy at the petrol station excited because I was buying three copies. He was like, you want three? I was like, I'm in the paper. And I think because there was other customers, like, he didn't really get my excitement, but I really wanted to show him. But, yeah, he wasn't a fan. Oh, that's so funny. Anyway. Oh, my anyway. gosh. Yeah, Um, I said to Anne that she should... Highlight the article, the section that we're in, um, and put that newspaper on the doorstep of her hot neighbour oh. so he can see. I don't know. Have we mentioned on the podcast that I think he has a girlfriend in the last... I've had a devastating heartbreak, actually. A breakup, some would say. I don't think you have mentioned it. No, because the last time I was like, I'm going to wave at him. Yeah. Well, I think he has a girlfriend. So I've just... If everyone listening, if you're wondering what I've been up to the last few weeks, I've been... Going through the world's worst breakup. I'm joking. I'm joking. I, don't I don't even know his name. <laughs> no, I'm fine. Moving on to the next. Yeah. Nah. There's always another crush in the works for me. You know how it goes. Exactly. Who is my latest crush? I don't even know if I have one. Well, it's always going to be Drake. Oh, yeah. Actually, on that. So what? I want to discuss this with you. What is it? Have you been seeing how men have been wearing Van Cleef bracelets lately? Oh, not men. Men. And you know why? Why? What Drake. What? Yeah. Where's mine? Yeah. So Drake has been seen, like, spotted wearing up. so many Van Cleef bracelets and necklaces, but, like, you know, Champagne guys coffee. can't really, like, afford the necklace version. I mean, let alone the bracelet version does go for, like, 10000 plus. Are you kidding me? I'm not even joking. I want to look up Drake and Van Cleef. Drake and then also LeBron. Oh, LeBron. So these two guys are spearheading the new fashion <laughs> <laughs> trend for men to wear Van Cleef bracelets. Oh, my God. Look, it's Drake and a bit of... Um... Look See how many he wears? Jesus. He's wearing Drake, a lot of the Drake, necklaces. Where's mine? But a lot of the guys, I think, are, like, dipping their toes in it with the bracelet version. Interesting. Now, if Drake is anything like he is with his Hermes bags, <laughs> that would mean that he's going to have a lot of Van Cleef bracelets waiting for okay, you. Okay, Drake. Well, you, I'll send you my address and, um, yeah, I'll, we'll talk. Do you know about the whole Hermes bags thing that he has? The He's got, like, one of those cargo ones. No, he's literally got a whole wardrobe full of Hermes bags. I wouldn't expect anything and less. Allegedly. Wait, where did you find <laughs> this out? This is why I have to say allegedly, because oh. a lot of people have spoken about it. So I think it, it must be oh, a thing. Okay. I guess like girls who have, you know. I, I will know one day, obviously. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Girls who have had the lucky fortune to um, stay over at Drake's house have obviously <laughs> maybe seen this. That he apparently has a whole wardrobe full of Hermes bags and apparently it's there. So that way he sort of like is dangling the carrot in front of these girls, sort of being like, you know, if you're with me, you get all these bags. I'm ready to be with Drake. Yeah. yeah. What? So again, listeners, somehow hook Angie up. Come on, people. Help me. With Drake. I've gone through the worst, the world's worst heartbreak the last few weeks. I need some, you know, I need some Van Cleef. (laughs) <laughs> no, so another thing what i can't like 
I actually can't go on any longer without discussing the fact that Taylor Swift oh, has oh, announced gonna say. on her new album an exclusive bonus track called The Albatross. People have no idea what that word means to us. So let's backtrack. None. Go. Okay. So you're probably thinking like if you literally Google now, like pause this app, Google an albatross. It's a, it's a bird, right? It's not the prettiest bird ever. So you're probably wondering like why we're so obsessed with it. So I've mentioned this a few eps. I've mentioned it maybe like early in episode I two. Where we would I have spoke ex- about it. Yes. So if you know me very, very well, you know, I had a Turkish drama era in my life. And the first one I was obsessed with was called Early Bird. And it's essentially because every Turkish drama has a massive love story in it. But these characters, Sanem and Jean, were having this love story unfold. And she would refer to him as the albatross. And at the same time, I was telling Lara about this story. I explained to Lara, I was like, any guy that we like, we're going to call him the albatross. Like, that's our nickname. So, like... And it, it's only the guy that, like, you think will become the one. Like, the yep. love of your life. Like, that's your albatross. So, quickly, what happens? This Turkish drama starts. This guy, Jean, has a girlfriend. There's this big gala happening at his work. And he's waiting for his girlfriend to rock up. Meanwhile, Sanem, the new girl, has started this job. And she gets invited, surprisingly, to this event that the company's hosting. And she has no idea what's going on. Like, she's been dressed. She's had her hair done. She's just, like, not with it. She ends up at the event and her friend's like, I'll meet you in section D, whatever. And then um, he goes to the bathroom and then she's waiting there. And then another usher comes past and he's like, oh, ma'am, go up to section five. Like, that's where you need to sit. So she's confused. The friend doesn't come back from the bathroom for a while. So anyway, she makes her way. She gets lost. She goes up these stairs and she's trying to, like, find her seat where she needs to be. And she goes into a dark room and she sees this guy there. And... The guy is Jean, who's waiting for his girlfriend. Now we've got Sanem walking into the room. Jean sees this girl. He doesn't really see her because it's so dark, but he sees the outline of a woman. And I don't know why, but he just grabs her and kisses her. So they kiss in the darkness. And then he obviously realized that's not the girlfriend. And she's obviously wondering, why is this random man kissing me in this dark alleyway upstairs trying to get to my seat? Anyway, they both like just shock she runs away he's so confused a few moments later his girlfriend enters the scene and walks and he's obviously looking confused and they both have this moment where they're kind of like who was that like oh my god what was that moment and she i don't know why she says this she obviously has an affinity for albatrosses and she was like that's the albatross like i don't know so she starts this search on the show to find that man she kissed and she can't figure it out a few episodes later he ends up becoming her boss you know where this is going there's a love story because of that, I was captivated. I spent many nights crying over that show. And now the albatross is a massive theme in our lives. <laughs> oh, do you remember God. those days? I, I remember it vividly. The albatross took over my life. This is back in 2022. Yes. Like I, I just, uh, that show I was obsessed with, the concept of an albatross. Like, Because I remember being in my apartment and then you stayed over one night and we like watched the rewatch the first episode together. I made my, yeah, y'all watch it too. She was hooked. Yeah. And like, I even, yeah, so then we called like the guys who we thought were like the ones, the albatross. And so, yeah, you've (laughs) even heard it. We've even like said it back on like episode one too. Yes, because there was an albatross that became a magpie. Exactly. So they were dethroned. In my, in my life. So they've been, yeah, they were, I called him the albatross at first and you dethroned, um, 
yeah, dethroned him and he's now the magpie. So onwards <laughs> and upwards. Another a new a new albatross must be found. Yes, yeah, so I just looked up what does the albatross symbolize? Albatrosses have long been a symbol of mystery and fortune. And I guess the mystery makes sense to that Turkish drama because of the kissing scene. Um, in literature and culture, ancient tales suggest that their presence brings luck to seafarers. While some legends and myths have faded from memory today, the reverence for these ocean wanderers still lives on. I just can't get over this because, like, <laughs> no one would know what an albatross is like when yeah. you first said it to me I said what what the I heck know. are you talking about and oh. then the fact that Taylor Swift has called us a, a song what does it mean to her I I am actually dying yeah. like if only she knew that these two girls in Sydney <laughs> have been talking about an albatross for years yes. I just can't. Oh, my goodness. It's also, I think, in that show, what it meant to me was, like, uh, it's like someone really becoming their own selves. Like, when you fall in love, I guess, for the girl in that situation, like, the albatross, like, she was looking for her albatross, but she was also becoming her own albatross. Mm. People are probably wondering why we're so obsessed with the word albatross right now and albatrosses. I I know. I just don't know how, like, to to better articulate the fact that this means so much to us you guys have no idea and the whole turkish drama has been so weaved into our lives (laughs) the fact that we actually call each other sinem yeah like that's lara is sinem to me now yeah like we will call each other sinem sinemi and his name (laughs) in my phone is sinem like your picture is the the turkish actress (laughs) So this morning when Ange sent me this, like, article about Taylor Swift having this exclusive bonus track called The Albatross, I I, I couldn't go um, on. Karis was at the concert last night and she sent me a picture. And at the same time, I was on Instagram and people were obviously posting and, like, was it a secret track revealed, right? It was a secret track. Oh, did she reveal it last night? Yeah, it was oh. revealed last night in Sydney. And Karis, her first thought was, oh, my God, send it, send it. Wow. So, Let's see if our good friend Karis is um awake and let's get an inside scoop on Taylor. Yeah, so last night was Taylor's first concert in Sydney. Okay, let's see. To if give some background. She got home um like at two AM last night by the time it all wrapped oh. up and stuff. Let's yeah, see if she's a nightmare here. to get back home. Can you imagine? With all those people. Oh my god. I wonder but if like, she's gonna so answer. Worth it. Oh would you like if you went, what do you think your favourite song would be live? Um well, we've both watched the, the movie, um, the movie yeah. which is basically the, like, live um, concert. Okay, maybe she'll call back. Yeah, she'll call back. Um, my favourite, and then I remember when I watched it, it would, I, uh, like, look what you made me do. Mm. She, it looked like that was a epic, epic, like, dance choreography light show and everything Crazy. for that song. Um, but, like, 1989 is my album. Like, that is my era. So, yeah, what one would you probably say is your favourite? Um, I think there's nothing like seeing Lavender Hayes live because uh, I think yep. it shows a different side of her. Like, I feel like that, to me, it's just a different side of Taylor. You have said that that's your sort and that of like is that is my vibe. Right now. And when I saw that, I really resonated. I was like, oh yeah, Taylor and I were on the same lines here. And I think 
I think Enchanted. Like, oh. I think that is a song that a lot of women can relate to. Like, you know, yeah. like, that is, I think, how you want to feel when you're in love to yeah, me. Yeah, wow. And that one struck a chord. Okay. Yeah, got a few tears out of my left eye. <laughs> <laughs> now, what are your thoughts on Travis right now? I love him. So, I might have a controversial opinion right now. Why? I don't like how much he's leaning into the whole relationship. What like, do you mean? I don't like how at the Super Bowl after party, oh. how he, like when the DJ was playing her song, he was full on like singing along to it and like yelling out at the crowd and she was, you know, there on the side being like, oh my God, I can't believe he's doing this. I don't like how much he's like leaning into it. It's but he was singing it last year after the Super Bowl. He could he could have just been a Swifty. There's something about me you that's, can't, that's just like you're uh, you're liking this too much. You can't um help who you fall in love with. I hope so, but it see to me it's giving me like shady vibes. Really? Like he's doing this for the attention. Okay. I don't think he is. Okay, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm have wrong. you seen his brother? He's got such a good family. His parents. Have you listened to their podcast? Sometimes. Oh. Yeah. And I I have become fans of Kylie. Um, Kelsey, who, and what's his brother's name? Jason. Yeah. Kylie and Jason. Um, they're cute. Oh, yeah. that's, that's nice. Yeah. Do you know how they met? No. So she was on Tinder and she saw him and she was like, oh, <laughs> no way. It can't be him. They're like, thought it was a fake profile of the brother, Travis's brother. And she did it for fun with her friends. Like, oh, I'll just, you know, like it because what's the worst could happen? I'm just going to meet another guy anyway that's pretending to be an NFL player. Anyway, it was actually him that rocked up to the bar. No. Yeah, it was him. And she was like, oh. And he fell asleep 45 minutes into the date on the table. What? Yep. And she was sitting there with this man that fell asleep. What? Because he was so nervous that he had a lot of drinks before. And by the time he was 45 minutes, 45 minutes into the date, he fell asleep. And now they're happily married with three kids. Life's beautiful. But what hap- What? What do you even do in that situation if someone falls asleep? You like, think this is the one. Really? This is my albatross. <laughs> okay. I guess, you know what? Everyone's meet cute stories different. That's right. That's okay. right. Anyway. Um, so, oh, yeah, uh, we'll be counting down the days for the Tortured Poets department to come out. Tortured Poets. I, I like that too. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a good one for the emotional girls out it's there. It's very good. What, okay, what do you predict this album is about? I mean, obviously, there's been a breakup yeah. recently, which we haven't heard much about, like, song-wise. So, I think it will be a, uh, something for me to resonate to. As I said, I've gone through a horrific breakup lately. So. <laughs> Would you say that you feel like a tortured poet right now? <laughs> oh, God. This crush took it out of me. Yeah, definitely. I'm a, I'm a tortured fashion designer. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I've I've actually had a few torturous situations lately. What's happened? So I, first of all, I was having this really good day at work and Ainsley and I went to Woolies on our lunch break to like grab some protein to add to our food. And I was like, oh, I'm going to buy some sardines today. I feel like I'm in Greece. <laughs> and <laughs> I love sardines. Like That's I just good. love them. And That's I was like, good. I'm going to eat sardines. Get it's, your protein in. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the Mediterranean diet. Like I'm Angie Silas 2.0 this year. So I buy my sardines. And I couldn't eat them all in one little lunch sitting, you know. Can't eat, like, 50 sardines. So I decided to take them home in a container. I had, a, like, a – where I had my salad, I put the sardines in their tin in the container. And I don't know what happened, but I put that container in my bag and I'm driving home. And 
I didn't even notice it in the car, but I take my work bag out, go home, and I'm like, oh my god, there's sardine juice everywhere, like it's leaked. But I did not think anything could have happened in the car. I just think it's in my bag. So I had to wash my bag. I had to clean like my laptop bag. There's sardine juice everywhere. I chuck out the sardines. I was so pissed off at them. I'm so sorry to the eco warriors that I wasted some packaging, but I just couldn't do it, guys. Just give me a break. Anyway, so I chuck out the sardine. And then the next morning, I drive to the gym. And like when I drive to the gym, it's literally like 5.45. Like I don't notice things. I'm just like on a mission to get there. Class starts at six. So nothing happens. Finish my class, get back in the car. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, it smells <laughs> like an aquarium in here. What's going on? <laughs> We're not in a good way. No. I was like, this was not a nice aquarium. I was like, it smells like fish, like rotting fish. And I'm like, what's going on? I was like, do I smell? Like, I was just, it's, I still, it still hasn't hit me. By the time I drive home, I like go to the passenger side where my b- work bag was and it smells like bloody sardines over that side. And I didn't know what to do. And I park my car, I take the mat out, I bring all my sprays. I literally went and bought two air fresheners and I was like, I've got to get rid of this car today. This is it. It's getting sold. Yeah. Anyway, I still have the same car. But anyway. <sighs> Sardine juice, I don't recommend it, guys. Sometimes, I'm sorry, just chuck things out. You don't need to take them home yeah. and save the last bits. It's not worth getting sardine juice um, onto, like, carpet. You can imagine how that absorbs, right? I, I can't. I'm actually getting queasy so then, thinking about it. Every time I would drive, I could smell these whiffs of, like, little sardines swimming. No. And I was like, oh, my God. No, no. I would have left the car there. It's gone. Bye-bye. <laughs> so that was one little disturbance. But as I said, you know, there's land on the other side of that fog. So I didn't let it bother me because what happened was 10 times worse next. So again, it, it always starts with the gym. So I couldn't go in the morning. So I decided to take myself after work. I packed my little leggings, my sports bra. I've told Lara this, so she's she's dying because this was a really low moment for me, what happened next. So I go to the gym and I need to get changed and I go to the bathrooms that are like a part of the complex and I kind of had a thought. I was like, oh, thank God I brought my socks today because like there's other times where I've rocked up to the gym and I forgot my little socks for my shoes, which is really disgusting to like work out without socks on. Anyway, I was just obviously thinking about my socks so much and I'm like getting changed in this tight cubicle. And anyway, I was holding my socks, but I had also just been to the bathroom too because like I don't like putting things on the floor. So I was holding a lot of things in my hand, trying to go to the bathroom. There's stuff hanging on like the back of the door. Anyway, I flushed the toilet and for some reason, my socks fall out of my hand into the toilet bowl and it's like my world stopped for a minute and I'm looking at them and I had like, my heart was split. Do I put my hands into the toilet bowl and grab the socks because I really need them to work out? Do I let them flush away and affect a drain? Do I, like, what do I do? So for some reason, I decided because a little bit of the socks was not in the toilet wall water yet. Lara is dying. She's actually like about to vom on the side. <laughs> I put my hands in the toilet bowl and I drag them out. And then the next thought I have to face is, do I wring the toilet water out and, like, squeeze them? Like, Oh, I'm done. I'm <laughs> done. I'm done. And I was like, what, what, what has come over me? Like, I, I don't need to be doing these sort of actions here. And then I thought, I, I have to put these socks away. I have to put these socks in a little coffin and say goodbye. I can't wear these socks that have just gone in the toilet water. 
So I get I had to work out without socks. That was really uncomfortable. Thank God that <laughs> you did not put them back and on. I'm really embarrassed that I even thought yes. I would put my feet that God gave me, God blessed me with two little feet, that I would put my feet in toilet water socks. Uh, just... <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to everyone that I've disappointed <laughs> with this story. When Angie told me what had happened, I just can't uh, Immediately after the fact, I couldn't believe. Yeah, I know. Believe. I know. The fact that that thought even (laughs) crossed your mind. When I went to bed that night, I spent a solid hour thinking, what have I done today? Like, what happened? Like, why do I think... (laughs) I couldn't rest that night. Something, I just, it was, it was a really big disturbance. It a workout? No, not even a workout. What would be worth? Nothing. Nothing would be worth it. It would be worth the what? Like even if you didn't get an infectious disease after <laughs> from doing that, just the even thought <sighs> of that that suck had been in the toilet. Oh no, yeah. Apart from that, I've got to say my life has been pretty good. I remember the next day I didn't, like, have a good day. And then you said, like, at least your sock hasn't fallen into the toilet. Yeah. And then I thought, yeah, you know what? So, so everyone, if your sock hasn't fallen into the toilet. <laughs> and if you haven't had to think or fight your mind, do I remove my sock from the toilet? Yep. You're having a good day, e- my friend. Exactly. Count yourself a bless. Yeah. Just, just shut up. Stop complaining. <laughs> You're fine. Just move on. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, it's been crazy. It's been a crazy week. Yeah, and then from that week mm. to the following week, it was like God thought I was the best person in the world. Well, there you go. Yeah, I like so many good th- things happened. It's when I got to travel for work that day. I got to do um, a trip to Brisbane. I would say it's because you hit rock bottom. <laughs> so the world wanted to show me that there's a, a, the only way up. You can so only, literally, you can only go the up. The only way is up. The so plane. then you went to Brisbane? Yes, and I had like I don't know what happened to me on that plane trip there it's like it's just one hour up mm. but I was like I had an epiphany as a person like I oh what was your epiphany I don't know it was just so beautiful like we left at 6 a.m like we obviously caught the sunrise like the clouds it was beautiful I um downloaded a podcast to listen to while I was up there I had my laptop I was like organizing files you know how I love my master yeah. file yeah and I just had such a good time up in the sky and also i was thinking it's just wild that a human made a plane one day it is it's think about that let's just pause have a second of silence one day a little human decided i'm gonna use the sky to create a form of transport Mm. how do how do we get up there like i don't care gravity whatever like physics like i just i can't understand that we put humans in the air yeah. And we travel them across continents. Like, I can't understand. Yeah. Like, do we not realise how cool that is? It is. It's, it is wild. Like, we are in the sky, Lara. I'm just, I can't get over it. And sometimes I can't think about it too much because then I get scared of being in the sky. Oh, yeah. And I just have to deal, I just have to pretend like I'm on a rocky road sometimes and, like, the little bumps are just, like, speed bumps. But, yeah, it just astounds me that we go in the sky for fun. We're like little ants up there. We literally are, yeah. And um, in Brisbane, I discovered something. We work. So it's oh, yeah. a place where you can go, like, if you're waiting for a meeting, because obviously we went there to meet with clients, and, like, we had a bit of time where we needed to have a 
desk, have access to electricity to use our laptops and have power. And um, we went to a WeWork. Mm. Now, this is a place where you pick up men. Long story short, I never seen so many young men hustling away on their laptops there. This is the so first time hearing if, of this. If you don't have an office, if you feel like working at a cafe, don't go to a cafe. Don't give them your money. Go to WeWork. Give them your money because they will help you find a husband. There are so many beautiful men Did in that you... WeWork. Well, I was working. I was focusing, obviously. Uh... You know, my colleagues listen. I was very focused that day. Got a lot of work done. But I had a thought. And I was like, I must tell the girls this is a new place to pick up. WeWork. Wow. And I think the Sydney equivalent is called Watso. We so, do have a WeWork. Oh, we have a WeWork. We have a WeWork. Go to a WeWork, yeah. Lara, on your day off. Okay. Just pretend you're busy. Yeah. It's good. It's a good place to meet yeah, people. Yeah, I, I don't think my other fellow staff members are listening, so, you know, yeah. th- that's good to know. You get yourself to WeWork, oh. and, yeah, just all the little all the little fellas on their laptops hustling away, working on their little startups. You know? Oh. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, we do want an ambitious man. We do, yeah, definitely. Okay. So, yeah, good sometimes... Sometimes you've got sardines in the car and then sometimes you're in the sky. Life really is just magical. I'm telling you, you really hit the lowest low and yeah. the highest high. God literally took me to new heights on yeah. that plane. Literally. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And oh. then, look, we can't not talk about the fact that also that weekend. Oh, my God. We saw my main man, Huberman. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Again, another place where I was sweating from the amount of eligible bachelors I saw that night. There would have been, I reckon the ratio would have been 75% men. Again, ladies. To women. Science is cool. We are women of STEM. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, Angie Zylas, I'm a woman of STEM. You say it too, Lara. I am a woman of STEM. Yep. What does STEM stand for? I'm joking. Science, technology, um, eating marinara. So I'm not even going to finish that. By the way, because... I know what STEM means, guys. Yeah, 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 guys, it's a joke. Yeah, yeah, it's a joke. Um, We are the women. We're not only women in the arts, we're women <laughs> in STEM. That's um, right. Yeah. We love neuroscience. Yeah, so um, I would do anything for Huberman. I know you would. You went and two nights in a row for I that did. Man. I went Saturday and Sunday, and he had a Q&A part in his um, talk, and I wrote in both nights, I said, like, obviously, um, hey, like, just a bit about hey, girl. And I said, we'd love to have oh, you on. you didn't on. ask to marry him? No, because I thought that's, it's too strong. It's too aggressive. Too much. Too, too aggressive. Much. Just calm down. Calm down. Um, and unfortunately, both nights, my question wasn't picked, um, mm-hmm. probably because it was going to be projected onto the screen. Huberman was supposed to answer the question. <laughs> and it wasn't really, like, a Q&A for the audience. No. But still, um... My cousin saw what we posted on our Instagram about, like, the photo of Huberman, and she thought yesterday that we had actually interviewed him. No, that is a good thought to have. Good. And I said, yeah, yes. one day. That's what we're worthy of one on day. this podcast here. So, um... As I... now featured in the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age. That's right. Exactly. And it's cool to be um, knowledgeable about science. Yes. So, what did what was, like, your number one takeaway from the evening? Or you, I guess you went both nights. Oh, so. I... My, the funniest comment. Oh, say it. Say it. Say it, Lara. Time to shine. I don't know. No, maybe I won't say it. You can keep that between you and Huberman when you go on your first okay, date. Okay, okay. 
Uh, you already know it because I told you. Okay, I didn't know if tell, he was going to mention it again girls. on Saturday and Sunday. Tell the girls. Well, what was my favorite part? My favorite takeaway would probably be, oh, um, his close relationship. Oh. Well, with your main man. Rick Rubin. Yeah. I love Rick Rubin. So I really liked what he said, what he learned from Rick and also Albert Einstein, which mm. makes sense to me because they showed Albert doing this in that movie... Oh, no, I'm forgetting the name now. In that movie that came out last year at the same time as Barbie. Oh, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Yes. 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 So they would show Albert, like, so what, anyway, what he does is, um, so Rick and Albert Einstein both do the same thing where they will basically be in motion, but then they will stop. So be in physical motion, then they will (laughs) stop, but their mind will continue going. It's a good way for creative people to actually be creative. Yeah. I really, I loved hearing about that because I think actually the greatest thing you can do for yourself sometimes to truly rest, like, and I do it too. I'll I'll go into it. I literally will lie down on my bed, like phone is off. Mm. Um, Actually, it might start on and I literally will like bring up like Byzantine chanting music and like that really relaxes me. And I literally just lie there, close my eyes, and I just let my mind go. Yeah. I find that is the most relaxing thing for me. Like, if if I'm at a really, like, if I'm dipping into a low point, that will, like, bring me back. Wow. And I'll, I will do that as well, idea-wise. Like, if I'm working on the business, like, I literally will stop everything and just, like, actually make time to let myself think and just, like, lose myself to thought. So I loved hearing about that. Yeah, that was... sometimes I thought, am I psycho? No. But it's a, it's a good, it's a normal way to express yourself. Yes. Yeah, especially, like, for us, like, we're truly creative souls. So, like, we always have a lot going on in our minds and, like, in our hearts and, like, ideas just come to you. And I think that is really cool. Exactly. So I'm yeah. going to try that. I tried to do the treading water thing that he spoke oh. about. So Huberman, like, tread water with... um. With Rick. With Rick. Yeah, they were together. For like hours or something in the water. I literally tried it for like a few strokes and then I was like, no, nah, this isn't going to work. And it's not my jam. So I'm going to try to instead do the whole, that right. exercise. But yeah, so I'm going to try and implement that into my life. The only way that I sometimes do that is I put my legs up. I try to do I this. I love how committed you are to I that. Try, yeah, I try to you do really it like... Are. I mean, I strive for every night, but it's not every night for like, it ends up being like, you only want to hit 10 minutes, but I'll end up having my legs up there for literally like half an hour. Mm. But the bad thing is, is that I'm on my phone. No. So I need to actually just like close my eyes and do this exercise while having my legs up the wall. Oh my goodness. So what was your biggest takeaway from the night? Definitely the stories he shared from Rick Rubin. And I actually found a quote today that I'll read out at the end of the episode from Rick Rubin. But I want to do an experiment on you, Lara. I want to find out if you're a wolf or a walrus. Oh my gosh, where'd you get this from? Okay, close your eyes. But wait, where's this from? (laughs) Just wait. Okay. Okay, can you actually turn your back to me? Turn around. Yep, close your eyes. I can see you in the mirror, so you can't. I'm um, I'm like going to... Yeah, just have a few seconds to yourself. Yeah, so we'll, we'll just go quiet for like 10 seconds and then I'm going to do something and see how Lara reacts. Um, Lara, you can't giggle. Okay. Hey! 
How do you feel? Well, like, scared? Okay, so you're a wolf. Oh. Okay, so... Really? Yes. So a wolf or a walrus. <gasps> oh, I remember <laughs> when you mentioned this, of course. So this means that obviously there's something in your nervous system that you need to get under wraps. That's right. So if you're in your, like, most calm state... And if you were truly like in the zone or doing something and like someone tapped you on the shoulder and went, hey, you would just like turn around and be like, yo, what's up? Whereas there's other people like myself and Miss Finoli over here who any time of the day, if someone goes, hey, I'm like, ah, hey, hey, like I just freak out. Like it really gets me. And that means that sometimes, look, it could just be the way you are. Like you are really just an excited, high energy person or your nervous system and your cortisol, there's something that you need to bring your attention to. So that was like a little experiment here, as we are, you know, women of STEM. That was a really good point. Yeah. That, I, yeah. And I think, obviously, if you listen to Rick, if you know about Rick, if you read The Creative Act, you definitely know 100% that man is a walrus. Like, yeah. he's not a wolf. Like, that is one calm human being. Yeah, because Huberman said about um, this and how Rick was yeah. that kind of person. Wow. I think I think yeah, it was a good experience like to just see someone that we listen to online in person. Like it how was cool is that? So cool seeing yeah. you in person. It's just interesting. Like you just you always go into those things like I don't go into go into it with expectations of like anything, but you always come out and you realize like, you know, if you've got the right mindset going in, you'll learn something. Like you'll really appreciate your time there. Yeah. So yeah, Andrew, we tried to get you. I stalked every man on your team in a nice way like not in a romantic way I really tried to get to you and I couldn't but I won't stop no I won't give up we're not stopping no I don't stop for no one we will get you we will get you and um I will do it without a restraining order don't worry I'm I'm sure when he comes on he'll be like oh my god I'm so sorry girls I missed you in Sydney exactly I was waiting so I have something from Rick actually but we could probably say a few more things after this, so don't worry, we're not going anywhere. So I know a lot of girls that we did our UTS fashion course with are listening and we all kind of went through the same things doing a design degree and like a lot of other people will feel this way creatively. But this is very interesting. A lot of people who are artists don't understand it themselves, especially the young ones. They feel different, but they don't know what it is. They feel more everything hurts, everything. They're super sensitive. They see things that other people don't see. And I think that is a very accurate representation of me personally as a creative person. So how do you think about that? That is so accurate. Yeah. I am one sensitive young lady. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So me too. Sorry, I'm saying like, yeah, because I feel that so deep. And I used to think being sensitive was a weakness. Same. I had that mindset for a long time, long time, but... I had one time this massive, like, explosion at home and I worked through it with mum and dad and my dad was like, you know you are a sensitive person. I was like, yeah. And he was like, don't try and change that. Like, you are a sensitive person. So just figure out how to use that to your advantage. And in that moment, I thought, because I used to try and not show my sensitivity at home because I was like, I've caused enough grief for Kathy and George going through fashion, trying to start a business, like the amount of breakdowns have had to counsel me through. I was like, I just want to give them some peace. But when my dad said that to me, I was like, I like felt so like appreciated and valued. He was like, you know, it's okay to be you, Ange. And like, you are just going to do this your own way. And it might not look like how every other business founder these days looks how they're starting a business, but you're on your own path. 
And you are a sensitive person, so you can't help that. That's really beautiful. Young yeah. George. That Papa GX oh, said that. Papa GX, yeah. Yeah, see, I, for a long time, I think I still do, like, especially at work, is that, like, I would try to hide my sensitivity. in mm. the, Like, I'd mask it by being, like, overly strong and acting like nothing gets to me. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. And... But, like, in actual fact, I am so <laughs> sensitive and also, like, yeah, and, but then I would just hide it. And so then I would go the other way because it's like, well, no one else can know because I'm not normal for, like, caring so much. Mm. Like, I always think, like, why do I care so much? Like, no one else cares this much. There's something wrong with me. Mm. But um, maybe not. Maybe no, that's, I think I, embrace it. Yeah. I think it's interesting as well because you can also, you can definitely tell in your friends or like people you're close to what they're sensitive about, even if they won't admit it. Yeah. It's like if you bring something up to someone and like, I don't know, their face changes. How they or, react. Yeah, yeah. You can see it. So it's like, let's appreciate these things. Small reminder. I love that. I think yeah. that's the perfect way to. Yeah. And any concluding points? Oh, as a, another fun story. You know, I've had so many um, up and downs the last few times. I got to see a radio station in real life the other day. And how was that? I tried to speak on the radio. Yes. Yes. So this is what happened. Ainsley and I, shout out to Ainsley, we got to go to the Today FM rooftop to see the Jimmy and Nath show with um, Coterie Live. Coterie is a really cool band and I'm now in love with them. So yeah, if you want to come on the podcast, boys, just tell me. (laughs) (laughs) I love your song, Cool It Down and um, Killing It. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Hold on. Did I get the name of the song? Because as a fan, I need to get these things right. Hold on. Killing It. I'm pretty sure that's it. Killing It Off. Killing okay. It Off and Cool It Down are my favourite Coterie songs. Australian? Anyway, uh, Australian, New Zealand. Ooh. Mix. Yeah. Beautiful boys. Beautiful eyes. Um, Four Sons and a Dad, I'm pretty sure. Very cool band. That's interesting. So, yeah, honestly, Ainsley and I had no idea why we were invited. We just went there, you know, say yes, you know, present yourself to the yep. world vibes. That was our vibe. And we go up, we're at the Today FM rooftop, it's really cool. This band comes playing live. And then um, it was Jimmy and Nath who do, like, the late night show where just me and Ainsley are still, like, not sure why we're there. We're like, cool, we just get to see live music. It was so beautiful, beautiful sunset. And then um, because you literally had to walk through the Today FM, like, offices to get up there, you have to be escorted out by security. So every time people want to leave, like, security needs to take them because there's, like, people's computers there. Like, I could just, you know, log on and, you know change the scripts for tomorrow if I really wanted to but I didn't and I saw the recording studio was empty there was no one in there talking and I was like this is my time to get on air and start talking to the world so Ainsley and I walking we're the last people in the group that are leaving and the security guards taking us out and I was like I could just go on there and talk on the radio I said that to Ainsley security guard turns back to me no you can't I was like okay I was like you know what though I'm gonna say this to you say this for the pod one day you will hear us broadcasting to the world. Just remember that, little security guard. No, there you a nice go. Guy. There you go. Yeah. So listen to Coterie and tell Today FM that they should get us on the radio for fun. Yes. Yep. Love that. Yep. So how would you sign off if you were a radio host and this was your show? Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you? How would you end it? Um... Oh, I'd be like, okay, Sydney, we've had a great morning with... <laughs> wait, wait. wait why, why are you thinking just Sydney? Go larger. 
Okay, everyone in the world, we've had a great morning with you. This is Angie and Lara reporting live from Sydney. Hello to you all. Have a great day and thank you for listening to another episode of Hey Girl. Oh, <laughs> and with that, ciao. Ciao for now. Don't forget to rate and review the show. It means so much to us. Follow us on Instagram at HeyGirlAU to be in on our Q&As and polls. We take your feedback and use it for our next week's episode to bring you the content you want. Oh, and don't forget to tell your friends and family about our podcast.